Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and Drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey, Shyla. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing as best as I can do in this state of continued quarantine. And I am so continually up and down, Mm -hmm. like between feeling so unbelievably grateful for, you know, knowing full well that I am uh, sitting comfortable and safe and healthy and just fighting to keep my family healthy and all those things and being so sad and depressed and upset with all of the loss in the world of people and and the things that we do that we love you know volunteerism is taking a hit and um the arts are taking a hit and industry is taking a hit and so everyone so how about you how's it going in your land pretty much the same yeah it's uh as we talked in our quarantine episode it's been just a challenge every week not really knowing what to expect and and I think you know as a planner trying to figure out what life looks like after this or maybe you know we're we're going during this yeah this is this is yeah we're yeah, yes. we're in, in PA, we're doing a, a color system. We're still in red, which means we're still in quarantine. Um, but states, or, I'm sorry, counties above us have gone into, will we'll be going into yellow. They haven't quite gone to yellow yet, right? right. Yellow will, right. will be on Friday. And so, you know, kind of sitting and waiting you can't plan anything you at this point. No, which, is, which is making life in, in, you know, we have productions that we're supposed to do for um, some wonderful organizations. This summer I work with the Hershey Area Playhouse, which is a nonprofit community theater. And we had one show that was canceled altogether. And we're mm-hmm. hoping for a late summer show because there's a lack of profit there, of course, that comes in to sustain this incredible yeah. uh, community place. And so definitely. But how's food distribution going? How How is the availability of food? How is... Yeah, what that's do you, what do you definitely, see? definitely taking a hit and, you know, you know, as, as we kind of keep going, um, meat processing plants are, are closing or having to, to um, not be open for a little while because of, of um, people being hit within in the factories. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's like week to week. We just kind of hope we have something to give out and we have. So um, thank goodness, you know, we live in sort of a, a, a several prong area where we have not only tourism uh, being near Hershey, uh, but we also have agriculture, we have industry, you know, we have a lot of things that kind of help to prop us up when something mm-hmm. goes wrong. Oh, uh, so we, I mean, that's why I feel like I feel very, very lucky. Yeah. To, to live where I do and in the way that we do here, um, you know, but I, I know it's it's nanoseconds from being able yeah. to have such difficulty. Yeah. You know, uh, there's humorous things in it. You know, you were out scavenging for dry goods and things that you could find and yeah. and things and you were like, you know, why is there only the spicy ramen? No one wants the spicy ramen. And it sounds yes. funny and it sounds ha-ha, but the principles of the caring cupboard is that it's a choice pantry. Right. That individuals yeah. should be able to choose the things that their families can, you know, will enjoy yeah. and like and the the dignity that comes with having choice and the feeling of control that comes with having choice when you're worried about about being um sustainable in your your food distribution and things and not being able to provide that I'm sure is hitting you in the heart really hard yeah it's hard and and our families feel it you know we we kind of we we definitely I don't know spoil I I think we treat people with dignity you know Mm, some people see that as spoiling some people like me see it as you know this is what 
well, this is what I would want if I was in that position, right? So some of our families have been like, well, I don't need another bag of rice. And we're like, we're just doing the best we can. Sure, sure. <laughs> find someone who could use it or bring it back. We'll happily yeah. redistribute it. I, so. I always find it so interesting how, you, you know, you so often remind me of um, – of the fact that there is such dignity that you're trying to find in food insecurity, mm-hmm. that just because someone is, is unaware of where their next meal is coming for, there's that insecurity of, of knowing that you can provide, that there's that desire for control and, and all of those pieces oh, yeah, and things. Sure. And I'm sure you're feeling like you're missing that part of your mission right now. Yeah, I'm sure. That's like, sure. why you're happy to, you know. Yeah. Um, I was there a couple weeks ago at a private packing party. I'm so fascinated by the way that you have created this way for some of us to still be able to volunteer in these times. Um, where we can still go in individually, it's all cleaned, you know, we go in, we, we just, our family who's been together can do our piece, then we mm-hmm. clean after we leave and still be able to help you prepare for distribution. Um, but I was, you know, so aware, yeah, that it's like, instead of being able to come in and choose, yep. you know, so mm-hmm. many of us are complaining about the choices that there aren't in stores. But no one is also handing me a box saying this is all I can find. Yeah, know, kind this of is what we're, so, yeah. yeah. So in some ways it's getting easier, some ways it's not. Um, we actually had a farmer who uh, was hap- happily, he was so kind about it, um, actually gave us a full cow. Oh, um, so they mm-hmm. turned that into ground beef, which is a little over 400 pounds, right, right around 400 pounds for us, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's really, really, really helpful. And a couple of other farmers have offered up uh, that same, same thing. So... In the end, I know it works out. It's just sometimes we hold our breaths and, you know, hope that something comes and through. financially, so, you're seeing decent support right now. Is that true? We yeah. are, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, I guess when people think about, you know, it's an easy lend, thinking about job loss, you think about the basic needs, sure. right? So people have been really, really, really supportive in these moments, which is super i mean i just i'm so thankful for all the support we got well especially because this is going to continue on for so long i think that's where um we're we're very excited to be able to help still support the organizations that we help through paul meyer's great give Mm -hmm. to be able to to try to raise some money right now during these times because when this does come to a conclusion Mm -hmm. or when this starts to be the new normal or whatever that is we still need our organizations right and thankfully people see food need is such a strong thing right you know and and are doing that and are and are taking uh, their resources to help support definitely a marathon not a sprint in those few few, first few weeks I felt like all I did was sprint and it's fascinating how like my brain just went to like these I only had capacity for like three things right (laughs) I couldn't so I, I that has gotten a lot better so in a lot of ways like we're starting to see a little bit of like you know this our podcast was put to the side for several weeks we were, until we, we, we had to. <laughs> launch is becoming uh, much later than we, we had hoped at the, at the beginning but yeah. that's okay that's, that's all right okay. you know we had to do what we had to do and yeah mm-hmm. so yeah you guys are approaching graduation over at LVC we so. are we are and so and the ability to use technology to change that in these times has been so very different and it's really interesting to see how um technology is is of course allowing us to sort of continue education mm-hmm. even in a very different way, but also to do things like honor our students mm-hmm. and you know and to do those pieces. And so it's really interesting the way that even I think just five years ago, oh, yeah. technology would have been one we wouldn't have had the luxury of being able to work at home. So many of us, even as high end as my computer systems have always been, working in technology, I'm not sure that I would have had all of my needs. Yeah. You know, I can literally do all of my job from home, and 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 it's it's so many people can, which is amazing um, to do so. Um, we of course wish so many more people would be able to work remotely, but those of us who can are at least keeping something going, which is great. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're posting graduation at the college and, you know, really trying to support our students. Um, this has been such a challenge for them. 
It, it really has mm-hmm. because they're, you know, they're, they're grappling with a world that is so different. And then, oh, by the way, continue to learn and grow and breathe and all yeah, of that is sure. really challenging for them. And for our high school seniors, um, you know, they're feeling very robbed of a season that, that normally we would be able to use our resources with, through the theater to help them really take their voices as high school students and start to grow that into the community members that they become outside of the limitations of high school. And so we see their senior spring as a time where they really, from the time their production is over through being the ones to help set up the leadership for the next year, is really a time of growth for our students. And so we're trying to replicate that in some other ways. We're working on some special projects. Um, But it's been hard to keep up with. And it's a lot it's a and lot. I'm tired yeah. and yeah. I want to do the best for everybody. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's been a lot. Um, yeah. I, a I have a second grader and yeah. fortunately my husband's at home. He, he has been kind of taking the role of, of, of the formal education piece, mm-hmm. but it's so much like it just, you knowing, okay, we've got logins for this and logins for this. And I'm, I'm just thankful that Noah is a, he's a high mm-hmm. achieving student. We don't have a whole lot of problems with him doing this, the work, it doesn't take him very long. And then we were, we're trying to kind of augment that. So that's what my role has been. But, you know, I can't imagine having more than one kid oh, that yes. I have to like figure know, out. Know, like my, what, my yeah. Neighbor, Ashley, you know, she's got three young elementary students and it's, it's gotta be a lot just managing all of that. And, you know, I think there is such an appreciation uh, for what our students are learning, but I think we're also, it comes out, we're very scared, right? Mm -hmm. We know, we believe in an education system here in America that has certain fundamentals and it doesn't mean it's the only way to do it. Globally, there are many different ways that that people choose to, um, to, to educate different model systems of things, but uh, this has worked for us. And there's a reason we create the environment we do in American schools and this being so different, I, I just, I worry for the foundation of that for those students. Doesn't mean it's not irreparable, yeah, but sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the discussion about students is a really uh, mm-hmm. good lend to our guest today is uh, Jen Lidka. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, I always get her title wrong. She can, yeah. It's She'll a, correct Yes. Us. It's the, yes. she does work with community uh, engagement with the students mm-hmm. at LVC um, and, and has been a huge part of, of some things over at, at the Karen covered. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. she's going to talk a little bit about how to engage students and how to get people to believe in service and missions. And, and how she's provided, you know, I'm really excited to talk with her about how she has provided quite a support system uh, for our community through all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, uh, and, and yeah, it's been really great. Um, it's funny, we've been joking because we're almost seeing each other more uh, through Zoom time on screens, <laughs> even than yeah. we do on the, on the college campus, especially as my job has changed over time. I spend so much of my time with faculty members and less with, with staff members that, um, yeah, it, but I've seen her so much and it's been really great. And, and while I've had a lot on my plate of trying to figure out how to honor our students at the end of the year and, and the ways that technology can help with that, which was a whole other piece, it has enabled me to reconnect with, with wonderful individuals like Jen who are doing so much to support our communities. And so, yeah, yeah most definitely. So yeah, I'm excited to talk with her She's today. got some cool stuff going on over there. So that'll be, yeah, be good stuff. Definitely. For sure. Hi, Jen. Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I was just telling Shyla earlier that one of the decent benefits of this COVID crazy quarantine time is that I'm actually getting to see your face a bit more often. When we're on campus, I'm often in the classroom and things, and it's been so great to see you. What would you say, like two to three times a week we're seeing each other right now? 
probably, and it's wonderful, and we'll need to continue this. We will definitely. <laughs> I, I'm going to hold you to that, Jen, because it really <laughs> has been, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit, um, you know, and, and the way that you touch our community and what you do. Not only has it been great to see you professionally, but I couldn't get through this without your, your personal support through this, for sure. Absolutely. And I know you are good friends with my dear friend Shyla here, so it's really great for the yeah. three of us to be together. Absolutely. So, yeah, thanks for coming on. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I invariably mess up your job title, so so if you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, Jen, that would be a great start. Well, sure. I would love to. Thank you so much for giving me the chance to join you wonderful ladies today. This is a joy and a privilege. Um, Aww, and so, so with sweet. regard. <laughs> thank you. With, it's it's <laughs> such a privilege to have you here. So thank you. Well, with regard to what I do, my my title is Coordinator of Service and Volunteerism at LVC, and this is a role that I've held now for, well, we're at the end of my third academic year. And so just going back a little bit, I worked in higher ed for, gosh, I think it's over 20 years now in, in a bunch of different roles. Thank but goodness you in, did. I, I, I often tell people <laughs> that I would literally not have made it through LVC without you. You were in the financial aid office and you helped me, um, you helped guide me through what was a very challenging, very difficult financial uh, time with my family to try to work everything out. And so I'm always so very thankful because I literally would not be able to do what I do without you. So thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Well, I don't know about that, Jazz. You're so sweet, but oh my goodness, I can still picture <laughs> being in my office way back when. I know, <laughs> That's funny. I know. Those are good memories. They Very are. good memories. They are. So you, you've been a part of the, the higher ed community there for over 20 years, you were saying. Yes. Yeah, so I worked in, in financial aid and institutional research and, you know, my degree is in accounting and I have an MBA and so I, I certainly have this sort of like, you know, geeky analytical bent to me and I, I love when everything balances and, and you know, T-charts like an accountant and all that stuff. That's my, uh, my sort of numbers side. But, you know, I hit this point, gosh, I think it might have been in like 2012 and I, I just, you know, really knew that there was something else I was supposed to be doing. and. Certainly service has always been a huge piece of who I am as a person and, um, you know, as my faith has been as well. And so on a huge leap of faith, uh, left LVC in 2012 and had the chance for five years to do a lot of service and ministry and mission work um, in our community, through my church. And, you know, during all of that time, looking back now, it's just it's so cool to kind of see dots connect. So some really great seeds were being planted in my life. And then when the opportunity came to return to LVC, in this role, coordinating service and volunteerism, it was like, ah, this all really makes sense now. And it was <laughs> so cool. To be, right? yeah. yeah, to be able to come back to, you know, my alma mater and this place I had worked for so long and just to be able to be a presence in the life of amazing students again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So you are definitely a mentor and a force in that state, that space of really teaching the next generation of students you know, how to make sure that they are connected to their communities, how they have such a burning desire to do service, um, but oftentimes just need the help in figuring out how to do that. Mm -hmm. do, do you find that's true, Jen? Do, do students come wanting to be able to, to serve their communities and then you're sort of helping them get there or are you sort of helping them figure out the importance of community service as well? I honestly think it's both. That, that's such an interesting question because you're right. So many students come to us having done so much service throughout high school and, and even when they were younger and have a good understanding of what they're passionate about, where they really want to serve. But that for others then, you know, maybe maybe those experiences were, were a bit less or, or, or less guided um, mm -hmm. in some ways. And so I really view my role sort of twofold. It's, it's helping students 
get into contact with opportunities where they can actually be out and engaged in community in meaningful ways. But but the other piece then that's so important, I think, as an institution of higher learning is that our students understand why they're serving, that they're not just going out and going through the motions. But for instance, if we're going to the caring cupboard where, you know, the issue of food insecurity is is being addressed. Well, what is food insecurity and mm -hmm. and what does that look like in Lebanon County? What does it look like in our mm -hmm. country? What does it look like across the globe? And then when we come to address that need, you know, who am I and who can I be in response to that issue? And what do I have to bring to the table? And how can I be part of sustainable solutions? And how can I help in a way that really does help and mm -hmm. isn't isn't hurting? And so it's sure. it's the getting them in contact with the opportunities, but then really doing that, that back end teaching piece and reflection piece so that students don't just walk away from an opportunity saying, oh, that was kind of cool. I'm glad I did that. But wow, what what did that really mean mm -hmm. in my mm -hmm. own growth sure. and development? Yeah. Do you have an opportunity to interface with peers doing the same role in other colleges and universities? And if you do, like, what does that look like? You know, does LVC stand out as having a different type of student or is it pretty much across the board college students looking sort of the same, you know, university to colleges? Yeah, I think, you know, the the idea of community engagement is is important across the board in higher education. And I think any institution would say, you know, we don't just want to be be having our students graduate as, as great accountants or great physical therapists or great teachers. But we live in a time when, man, we need them to be great citizens, too. And so th this idea of education within the realm of issues of social justice and, and civic engagement are are important at every institution, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a fascinating little thing. And in and our and our families too. I know you were saying about, you know, oftentimes students have the opportunity to to have service either in high school or even younger than that. Your own family is very service oriented. You guys do a lot of service together. And I know you had the unique experience in the last couple of weeks, much like my family did. Um, my two grown children are home, one from college and one from her life in New York City. And together we have had this great opportunity through the caring cupboard to go and do a private packing party where we can keep doing this service. For us, it's about being back together. We did that when mm -hmm. the kids were younger and they've continued to do their own pieces, but it's been interesting to come back and do that together. You've been doing that with your family. Two things here, Shyla, how's that going for you? Is that model of, of volunteers and yeah, working well? It, and, it actually yeah. is, yeah. Jen's mm -hmm. never gonna wanna eat or smell fajita chicken ever again, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, their family, so Jen, you know, kind of being, Jen's around a lot, so she sort of knows where everything is, and so we've we've given her some of the like extra special jobs. <laughs> so sorry about that. We, we love I and appreciate love. you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you sure you could do anything, Jen? Anything's fine. Uh, but no, it's actually really worked out really well. I I I think we we talked about this in our quarantine episode about how this is probably a model that I can utilize even beyond this, which is really I great. Think so. I love the empowerment piece, and mm -hmm. I, you know, Jasmine's talked about it that you know you go in there and you kind of set up, you do what you want. But I just you know I I think there's something about it where like I'm not over top of you. You can kind of figure things out. There's really no wrong. I, I tell people that all the time. We were yeah. almost like we, we've done it twice now, and I'm I'm sure we'd like to do it again, maybe even this week or sometime soon but we go in and we're almost like our own little supply chain management distribution and it's so yeah. cool for me to watch like my kids be like okay let's line these up here and let's do this and and mark um you know he's got a cast on his foot right now so he needs to sit so we sort of start with him and then we work like so he has his jobs he does and we yeah. all have our pieces but i think you're right jen it's that part about being able to reflect later and to say mm -hmm. you know 
we know we're doing this good for others, but being able to say like, what, what did that mean and why is this important? Mm-hmm. You know, I think for my son who's 19, being there really has made him feel a little bit less less out of control and a little bit more like he can contribute and can mm-hmm. do. Because mm-hmm. here he went from being this college student, an environment you've created where you can do so much stuff, and now he's feeling like I'm back in this myopic world where I'm not out there, you know, doing the bigger and it's allowed to do that. Yeah. So how yeah. about you, Jen, mm-hmm. for, for your family? What has that meant um, to have that opportunity in the middle of all of this? It's just been exactly what you said, Jasmine. Um, so good to be able to go to a place I always joke with Shyla. you know my kids have since they've been little have gotten drug along on many many oh, service yes. adventures oh, some yes. that they I really didn't want to get drug life, along yes. on <laughs> um, we all we all walk in that same vein I know mm-hmm. but I always say one place that they both really do like to come is the caring covered mm-hmm. and so it's been great for them to be there and exactly what you said Jasmine it gives them this chance to sort of have to figure things out and mm-hmm. so when it comes it's to sort of being the problem solver through. or the critical thinker you know you know Max will take one role and Jack will take one role and it's cool to see them sort of navigate that in a place that they feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and um, just kind of feel you know empowered to do that so that's been been really really cool so yeah have you had any chances to go anywhere else during COVID-19 to to volunteer do service but what what other places or things have you done so um as a family, we've been coming to you, Shyla, on some weekends, and then on Thursdays, we go into Lebanon County Christian Ministries, and our family packs their TFAP bags. Oh, so mm-hmm. those have been, you know, kind of the two things that we do on a weekly basis right now, mm-hmm. um, the four of us, and it's just been, you know, I, when we look back on this time as a mom, I'm so thankful that that will be a piece of the memory that we had a chance to to be together as a family and and to serve you know two organizations that we just are so thankful for in our community mm-hmm. well thank you i i mean we i have have i have appreciated having you know knowledgeable people coming in and helping us out with things that you know I, it it was easy for us to get stuck in the weeds of like okay how do we get all of this done and then you know when it hit me one day i was like i don't need to be there the stuff is there i just have to write a job description well, you know i think it's <laughs> really interesting because you had this vision for a way of you I remember you talking about it, you were like, people want to be able yes. to help, and I need mm-hmm. the help. I mean, yeah. you cannot, there is no way that you can yeah. feed all of the families in need right now in our area um, by yourself. You, right. you have an organization that relies on so many volunteers, mm-hmm. and so I think for you to be able to have the vision to do that was really extraordinary, and I do hope that you're able to take some of that yeah. moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hope that that is a side benefit here. Yeah, absolutely. Jen, some of the other service you've been doing, too, has definitely been in supporting our students, but also our community. I start every Monday morning on a Zoom call with Jen and a wonderful group of women from the college who literally are lifting each other up during this very challenging time. And and, and it's a whole wide variety of people who have families of different ages, needs of different things. Some of some of the individuals have family businesses that are mm-hmm. being so hard hit that we are just all praying and hoping that all of it's fine. Um, and I think it's been really interesting, Jen, to see you help keeping us moving forward. I mean, when I think about how we were all feeling a couple weeks ago versus now and the ups and downs, what has that been like for you to have all of our little faces looking to you for sort of this guidance and this support? Because that's one of the pieces, you know, you're such this pillar of service, but that takes a toll. How are you doing in all of this? Oh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, that Monday morning just fills me up. And 
it's one of my favorite 30 minutes of, of the entire week. And it's just mm-hmm. this reminder that, you know, sometimes when you're just like trudging through every day, whether it's during this time or, or when it's, you know, when, when we are on campus, like you can just get so caught up in stuff that you, you forget the wonderful people mm-hmm. that you work mm-hmm. with, you know, not forget, but you know, you just get bogged down with your own garbage and, and, and kind of keep going. And so it's just been this wonderful reminder that I work with these people who, you know, certainly aren't just colleagues, but they're friends and that you can really rely on one another. Like it has just felt like such a source of support mm-hmm. and strength. And, um, there are, and it's even, interesting when we individuals that I actually haven't met in person yet. Oh, really? Like, it's so oh, we're going to have to do that. Yeah. Which is so cool yeah. because they, you know, like my job becomes so right. entrenched with students and faculty and they're newer to campus or different things like that. And so it's been amazing because I literally feel like I could pick up the phone and call any one of those individuals. That's so cool. And say, I am not okay today. You know, together mm. we celebrated the birth of a grandbaby. Together yeah. we, like, you know, trying That's to great. find these moments. And it has been this incredibly special thing. Not far into what we do, Jen, you, you've conducted this on campus together before. You know, there was a time on campus that was very challenging, and you got together a group of people to sort of help lift each other up, and we had um, some time that we would meet and kind of do that. And this feels like such an extension of that support mm-hmm. in that way. Have you always been that person, Jen? Have you always well, been the one in your group that like, <laughs> brings people up, you know? Well, a couple things. First of all, when we started to do that on campus, that was my good friend, Sue Jones, who organized Amazing. that. And I was, I was yes. her on the side help. <laughs> And so, um, you know, she felt just that was really on her heart at that time. And I was so thankful that it was. And so this was just really an outgrowth of, of, of that. But, um, yeah, I think this is, you know, we on our one week back in the beginning, Jasmine, you might remember we talked about the for such a time as this, um, mm-hmm. you know, and the story of, of Queen Esther and and kind of doing that Monday morning thing, I, I really believe is part of my for such a time as this. Um, that's just, I think, part of who I'm made to be and, and love the opportunity to bring people together, to support and encourage and reflect, um, especially bringing a group of ladies together. Cause mm-hmm. I think, especially when I look at your faces every Monday morning, I see some of the most caring, uh, selfless, um, willing to come alongside of anybody people that I know and then in the midst of that we often forget to take care of ourselves and so mm-hmm. if it can just be a reminder that man you matter mm-hmm. you are worthy you've heard me say that before Jasmine mm-hmm. you are worthy sometimes I send I was, I was particularly struggling a few weeks ago I sent Jen a message I'm like I am so feeling like not enough right now you yeah. know like I just can't fill it all up and and so starting the week in that way and looking at all those spaces who are such a variety of people you know, is just amazing because it does. Jen, it reminds you that, you know what, we're all not feeling like we can do enough right now, right? Oh my gosh, so true. And yet, yet to sit on the other side of it, like I think we view each other as these amazing, (laughs) capable, like fantastic ladies. And and sometimes you just can't, you know, it's hard to find it in yourself. And so to have those people come alongside of you is just huge. Yeah, so Jen, what's in your self-care toolkit? I was going to ask her the same oh, thing. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. You guys are funny. Um, <laughs> I, I don't always do it as well as I as I should, if I'm honest. But the big thing, especially now as the weather's getting nicer, is I love to walk. I'll go for like two good walks a day. And for me, just get me out, especially in the sunshine. I need sunshine. Yes. Um, uh, that is my number one rejuvenator. That... Um, 
you know, some music I like to listen to is good. We, <laughs> the big rejuvenator right now is we've got uh, totally hooked on the game Dutch Blitz. Have you ever guys played that? Have you ever played oh, that? It's yes. a card game. Dutch Blitz, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Uh, so oh, yes. we're addicted as a family, and it's become very competitive. Oh, I'm and sure. And after, <laughs> after every meal, we play three hands of Dutch Blitz. Um, I'm second in the family tournament of, like, probably <laughs> hundreds of games right now. Oh, my God. But that's, that's just kind of become this, like, silly little thing for us right now. But oh, it's Derek it's been so, so fun and Dutch so crazy. I, I hate playing Dutch Blitz with my husband because ah! he's so good at it. And it just and it makes me. It and makes fast. me so yes. It I makes me so angry. Oh yes. You're gonna have to teach me. I'm excited. Oh, it's it's, it's as a good one. Yes, yeah, it's, it it's is. good. Yeah. We play this game called Family Business. It's a card game where you, you take out like a vendetta or a hit on people. Like it's all the different oh. gangsters, and you do the thing. And it's so funny because when you say that to people, they're like, Oh, oh yeah, that's that great. Yeah. And then you play it, and it has that same competitive piece and that same kind of deal. I so like it. That's our. We'll have to explore that. We yeah. Will. yeah. So, so in a similar vein, uh, you know, self care becomes a really big topic, hot topic. Uh, I have had MSW uh, interns who say, like, you know, self care is talked about in every class, and you know, mm-hmm. the you, we 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 throw around this buzzword, but we maybe aren't good at practicing it, or maybe not even good at like understanding what we need or knowing what to put in our own toolkit. So, how do you mentor students uh, to to get their own self care toolkits put together? I think a lot is, and this took me a really, really, really long time, like only in the past couple of years, to really kind of understand who I am in that even though I love people and love everything about being around others, I'm an introvert. And so I know that in order for me to fully recharge, I have to be by myself. And it's when that doesn't happen that the bottom falls out on on my life. And so one of the big things I really try to to help students explore is is who they are at their core and and, and really talk about what does rejuvenate you. Are you somebody that has to go off and be alone and, and be in nature or be quiet or journal? Or are you someone that, man, put me around more people, make the music louder, um, give, you know, and yeah. that's going to do it for me. But to really, I, I, it's one of those that's things I wish I had better thing, understood yeah. when I was younger about myself, mm-hmm. because I spent a lot of years not getting that. Something that really strikes me is the the concept of, of burnout and, you know, remembering my time as a student, like you're, you have so much, so much going on that, you know, service is one of the things that you want to do, but you just feel like maybe it's just one extra yes that maybe you shouldn't have, have done. So how do you deal with students who are feeling that pressure? Like, you know, how do you how do you mentor them? And because this, these are good skills for leaving school, right? Because, mm-hmm, you know, there, there are lots of times when I should say no and it's a yes and I'm really mad at myself that I didn't and so you know, know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. my no button's broken yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this can be you know we've talked about this before Shyla and this can be a challenge I mean even though it was a pretty long time ago I remember being a college student and having those exact same feelings that you were describing um, and so kind of two two ways I would respond to that you know, I try to instill in students that, you know, before you make the commitment, think about where you're at, because after you do make the commitment, then then not only you, but we as an institution have made a commitment to organization XYZ, because that organization can't 
run without volunteers. And so she if, said, if we've this committed down conversation, I know this. I know you've yeah. had to have this SmackDown sure. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We have. Because <laughs> yeah, if we've tough. said it's we're so we're sending ten students, then we have to send ten students. Right. And so I understand if something happened in your life that, you know, is gonna make it impossible for you to go. But then I'm really asking you to find a replacement. Sure, because we still Otherwise, need to fulfill the commitment that we've made. Right. To, you know, Otherwise, to it's, you know, midnight the night before and I'm getting the email and now, you know, I feel like it's on me. And that's mm -hmm. kind of a yucky right. place to be. So sure. it's trying to empower them that if you can't do it, that's okay. But then then I need you to, to be responsible in helping to create a solution. But then the other piece of it, too, is when we talk about community engagement, you know, I always try to let students know that hands-on service is not the only way to engage with community. Absolutely. Sometimes, now this doesn't really work for college students either, but sometimes it's using your financial resources. Like when mm -hmm. we talk about, you know, maybe another season in their life. Sometimes your impact on community is simply by the choices you make every day mm -hmm. about the products that you buy or, you know, what you do with your recycling. And I, I try to give them a bigger picture than than just hands-on service about how, how they have the ability to impact community in their world. Yeah, it doesn't have to be physical service, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things that uh, LVC, uh, some of the programming students and Dave Shapiro did was they mm -hmm. created for us proprietary software that has been life-changing for me. And I mean that, like it has been yeah. so huge. This is a fascinating and, project because, yeah. and it's funny because when I was there with my son, with Aaron, and we came in the back door and they could see, he could see the weight system. So the software, they take it and they, they weigh it and they were writing it down on a piece of paper and then it would have to be input by someone else and it would have to be categorized. And it was way. invariably lost and it was, it was just right. constantly a headache for me. There were a lot of problems in audit for right. me. It was just becoming a bigger and bigger challenge. And so, yeah. When I came in the back door there with Aaron and he could see the screen, there's a big touch screen now where literally you can weigh it and you type it in and you can, from a drop down menu, pick the, the mm -hmm. type of, of item that it is and, and who to attribute it to and how, and I was explaining to him how it was going into the database. It never occurred to him that he could serve in that fashion yep. and in that mm, way, even yeah. though his fraternity is one that comes and serves right. the Karen covered. Yeah. Like, so it's really interesting because for him, it was exactly what you're talking about, Jen, where he was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, what, with my parents, we always took them to like help serve a meal or mm -hmm. pack packages or collect things through Boy Scouts or whatever it was, but that there can be this part where you use your intellectual property you use in this way and yep. use your skill set. And sometimes it's actually the biggest possible bang you can do for something and so yeah. you know we talk a lot of times about people doing all the little small things they can do to make a giant and big impact mm -hmm. and so that's mm. that's totally one of those things yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. i think you're so right on there because especially at you know a college where students do have these special you know academic interests and, and specialties and these unique skills that when they can pour them into service it totally is this like win 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 you know if you're taking an education major to teach english to kiddos in another country it's like wow or you know right now we have uh two this semester we have two women who are digicom majors who are uh leading a girls who code mm -hmm. program at mm -hmm. Anvil Elementary. So when those kind of link-ups happen, it is, it's phenomenal. So they're serving in these extra special ways, like you said, Shyla, mm -hmm. that impacted your organization so remarkably. And at the same time, they're developing, they're further developing mm -hmm. their yeah. own skill set mm -hmm. for something that they hope to do later on in life as yeah. well. So, yeah. yeah. One of the projects that, that we recently got to work on, Jen, was finding a way to celebrate our students who were inducted into the Phi Alpha Epsilon um, group at LVC because it is the highest honor that there is in that it brings together their high academic achievement and their high service achievement they must they 
must have had service throughout their time at LBC that qualifies them for the highest certificate a piece of that. And it just so happened, Shyla, you were the keynote speaker yeah. for that particular event. <laughs> but but it, it struck me that all of our conversations about how will we honor the achievements of our students in this realm started literally with something of how do we honor these students who are academically so exceptional, but also service oriented, mm. that, that one one is so important to the other and yep. that mm -hmm. these students don't lose that when they go out into the world. And you were selected for that keynote so long ago, months ago. Months ago and then yeah. here we were in the middle of COVID with what you're doing being so important. It just sort of felt like a synergy all around to that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so definitely, you know, but Jen, it, it was something that I couldn't help but be like, here we are, that that is the most important thing we're celebrating. Because yeah. it's true, right? Yeah. We want them to take these skills forward and then we clearly mm, all for receive sure. them from our, our time, for sure. So, yeah. mm -hmm. so Jen, I, I know how active you were when you were student I know how active you've been in keeping service moving forward as part of your your time here in our community how did you start with service as a part of your youth in your childhood did you grow up in a family that celebrated that did you experience those opportunities somewhere along the way how did you become this this community warrior that you are <laughs> um yeah, it, it has has certainly always been there I remember uh, one thing my mom and dad have always done especially well is care for older adults whether that was family members or people from our community or people from our church and so you know i can always remember going to to visit and support uh, older adults who who needed help and that was always so powerful mm -hmm. for me and has a place that i've always been passionate about um, when I was in elementary school, I remember signing up for the Adopt-A-Grandparent program at a local <laughs> nursing home, and that was one of the first ways that I personally was was directly involved in service. And then a lot of it came from my church growing up. Sure. We always, oh my, I have grew up in this little, little Pennsylvania Dutch church in in Berks County and we would have our ham and egg suppers every spring and fall and, <laughs> yeah, and you know I would always help with those as a kid. That sounds and way so, better than what I had to help out with in my church growing have? up. It was an oyster supper oh, I, yeah. and you had we had to get up super early to coat the oysters and that was <laughs> it was the worst like it was a huge fundraiser. <laughs> my grandma would always take me out for uh, cheeseburgers after I can't believe I could eat still after yeah. coating oh, oysters but yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. We had the spaghetti yep. dinner. The spaghetti oh, dinner was yeah. the big thing oh. in my church. And, and talk about fun. And what I loved about it, and it's so funny, we often talk with people, and we're going to ask you this question a little bit about where our passions came from, kind of, and how they did that. And and um, the part of the spaghetti dinner that I loved so much was there was always a music component to it as well. Oh, and my so goodness. it was an opportunity Perfect. where the students, you know, yeah. it wasn't that I was always performing or something like that, but I can just remember how it was this incredible celebration of sort of like everybody's efforts and all these organizations would help, and we'd celebrate with music, and the food was being you know delivered out to the tables that have been decorated in this oh. adorable little spaghetti dinner yeah, fashion you know and uh, but there was always this piece where yeah there was music was a big piece of it and, yeah. and so it, it just was so inspiring to me in that way, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. That's great. So Jen we do have a few questions that we ask of every single guest and the very <laughs> first one is you know that I represent the coffee beans in this relationship here so <laughs> what, what is your favorite Fru-fru coffee drink. Do you have one? Okay, you guys are going to just find me so terribly, terribly boring in all of my drink choices. You know, <laughs> yeah, I love I'm it. a pretty simple girl. Listen, that's okay. okay. I, I, mm -hmm. I'm just, just give me a cup of black coffee. That's it, You're period. black coffee, there you go. I am. All right, well, good yeah. to know. Now, are you a caffeine or a decaf? 
Are you, are you um, I'll do both. I, I, you know, as I'm getting a little older, I'm finding <laughs> that I need to reduce the caffeine a little bit. Um, so, I, you know, I'll, I'll do either. But, um, yeah, just just straight black straight coffee. Black coffee. Well, we, yeah. we have respect. For yeah. Sure, for yeah. Sure. So we're always interested to know from our guests, what's your favorite uh, cocktail or, or drink? And again, beverage. I'm a boring girl. Just give me white wine. I'll take a Chardonnay. I'll take a, you know, I Pinot Grigio, it. Sauvignon Blanc. I don't care. But black coffee and white wine and I'm set. Hey, yeah, you're perfect. Yeah, this girl's a lucky man. He can, he can easily pick those things up. This is, a, this is I a know, good thing I know. for sure. <laughs> See, then you don't run into the issues of like powder creamer when you go places, oh, which yeah. is like, no. it's a thing. That, that's Shiloh yeah. has a pet peeve over it. So every year we have a pancake <laughs> breakfast to, to um, for the musical. It's been in existence for over a decade now, and it's the first day that the students really take everything they've been working on, and they it, it bursts from their heart to share a little bit of what they're working on with the community. Aww. And it's, it's yes, great, it's about yeah, pancakes, and yes, it's a fundraiser, but it's really a day <laughs> of confidence. I end the day crying one way or another usually because I am so inspired by how much the students just really want to share their efforts yeah. with people. But Shyla's big deal with this is that if there one year there was powdered creamer. No, every year there's powdered powdered creamer. And every year I text you and say, is it okay if I just bring it and set it on the table? Because we don't want to upset the volunteer who brings Correct. it. And I appreciate Aww. the fact that you own that and that you that you own it so I don't have to offend the volunteer and we still have straight creamer. Because uh, yeah, listen, so. that's a thing. It's gross. But yeah, I'm just well, jealous that you can drink yeah. black coffee like that and not have to worry about There you go. Creamer. Black coffee for it's sure. Gross. For sure. Sorry. Anyway, Anyway, yeah. so our final question is, what's your passion? Yeah, how would you define your passion, Jen? You know, I, I feel very, very blessed in that. I feel like I'm, I'm really living into it right now in terms of being able to come alongside of other people and help them discover who, who they are um, in a bigger world. And that, gosh, you might make me tear up here a little bit, girls, um, <laughs> like that. Let you it fly. Know, it's okay, Jeff. I've, Jeff. I've, no, no I've had the opportunity to do a lot to do, to do a lot of really cool things, um, and it, like I said, it feels like a bunch of dots have connected, and that I I get to do what I do every day as a job and actually get paid to do it um, is is really really just a gift, and I'm so so thankful for it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, you just you. recently received some recognition for that as well. Um, I happened to see a little award go across my desk, maybe that had your name on it. Could you, before we go here, could you just tell us a little bit? Because I know you're not a person about recognition, <laughs> but those of us around you are so thrilled and so happy yes, when sure. you get to have a, a real formal thank you like that. And so can you just Aww. tell us a little bit about that? You're so kind. So yeah, we have, um, a National Leadership Honor Society on campus called Sigma Alpha Pi. And every year, a whole bunch of great students get inducted to it because of um, trainings they've gone through and experiences they've had to help prepare them as leaders, not just now, but you know after college as well. And so each year at that induction ceremony, they identify a, a faculty or staff person who uh, they would like to honor with their excellence, excellence for service to students. Excellence in Service to Students Award. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's it. Excellence to Service and Students Award. Um, and yeah, so I was like thrilled and blown away and shocked and humbled. And it was so kind to be the recipient of that this year. And I was just so grateful. And um, I mean, you know, Jasmine, we get to work with great students mm -hmm. on that campus every day. And it day. feels like and a reward of its own. It really it does. does. Every single day, you know, to be there in that beautiful place with these wonderful people who help it us is. grow as much as we, you know, people will oh, thank us all the time. Hello. And I'm like, hello, yeah. that's not how, this is actually <laughs> a, an opposite transaction yeah. here for sure. 
right? Um, so, but I'm so thrilled that they were able to have the opportunity Thank to you. honor you. Um, that and was I'm very just, sweet. I'm delighted to be part of a community that gets to do so. It's one of the reasons that we, we love this podcast so much is because it gives us the opportunity to share the wonderful things that people like you are doing in our community. So thank you for yes, joining us you. and for all that you do. And uh, really, it's been a complete delight. So thanks, Yes, Jen. thank you. Thank you so much for everything that you both do to just make our community great. You guys are awesome. I can't Aww. wait to see you in person. Thank you. <laughs> I'll see you friends soon. Thanks. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla and I'm Jasmine and we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for